0: SlashJupe musical special 5678. Hello and welcome to Dupe, the movie pitching podcast
1: with a twist. I'm Sean and with me is Ryan. How you doing, Ryan? Yeah, hello. Doing
0: pretty good.
1: Good, good. Um, I'm not doing well because Dan is not here. I miss him. Uh, but he is on Tech Week. He keeps telling me about Tech Week as the years tick by. I don't know what it is, uh, but it's his excuse for not being available at all. Um, because he is on beautiful the carol king story the um the musical it's on its third uk tour um and he is on as musical director um, and he's also uh, one of the stars and uh playing carol king is our good friend molly grace cutler and uh it will be showing various places around the uk yeah, it's and... touring
0: it's touring all over we'll, we'll put a post up when we get more information from dan about it and so if it's in a place near you in the uk uh highly recommend going to see it
1: yeah we're going to try catch up when it's in nottingham hopefully um and dan is uh he's in the thick of it right now so in honor of uh dan working on carol king the musical we are looking at biopics about musicians so not musical specifically but more like um films like ray uh based on uh, the life of uh and the music of ray charles walk the line the johnny cash film uh and so on and and some of them you'll see a historical fiction as well so something like eight mile which has the sort of flavor of what it might yeah. have been like to, uh, to be Eminem growing up but is sort of like a historical fiction, a, a retelling of it. So
0: Yeah, we recently watched together, we sort of watched The Get Down uh, over the Christmas yeah. break when I, was, when I was back down in London and that as a piece of historical fiction uh, talking about sort of birth of hip-hop in the Bronx, I think it's in the Bronx. Yeah, it's in the Bronx. It's, yeah. it's
1: also the state of the Bronx uh, at that time and the sort of shift from uh, disco and the birth of the breakbeat into mm. uh hip-hop itself and the birth of like the mc uh and yeah. the, and the gang the sort of mc gang um and and also it really sort of i mean it touched on a little bit of everything but it includes um yeah the inclusion of of gospel um and uh, yeah it sort of uh plays with the idea of uh of rhyme and where it comes from in the you know in in that sort of uh, at the sort of strife um, I th- I love it. I love it. It's 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 aged like a fine wine. Um, yeah. Uh, and when I watched it again, the second time i watched it, I, I th- enjoyed it even more. I think. I think it's quite sort of timely. Um. But yeah. So been
0: re- re- recently, in the last few years, you know, we've had um back to back. We sort of had Rocket Man and Bohemian Rhapsody, which were. I have. I, have, I still haven't seen Rocket Man yet. I want to give it the time of day. Um. But I saw Bohemian Rhapsody and I know that we've talked uh, about this Dan's talked about watching this with his kid
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and sort of how and I do and I remember talking I remember reading an article about it and originally I think Sasha Baron Cohen was going to play Freddie mm. Mercury which was and it would have been like a ridiculous like rip roaring adventure about the crazy party side of freddie mercury like i think there were stories about him having like be, having like naked parties where they would have uh short people walking around with trays of cocaine on their heads so that they would <laughs> be so that they were perfect Bit nose right. height yeah perfect nose height and i think that was that would have been a a sort of that would have been the bohemian rhapsody film i wanted to see right because i think it would have been ridiculous but it was a big thing about um the brian may obviously taking control of it wanting it to be more focused around queen rather than more f- only focused around freddie mercury
1: yeah which is a shame almost because i think queen's fairly well documented um and freddie you know he's not really here to answer for himself isn't it is documented far less and i think as a sort of you know sort of star of color i think really i, I think that was the wrong move and i didn't go out and see the film and it was mm. fairly well panned um uh, and also if i you know there's a lot of footage about queen already that they replicated for the film i'm not sure that's what biopics should be about i think it should be more um yeah a sort of deep dive into into what made the music and where it comes from more of an artist's look that's my sort of thing
0: yeah because a lot of people read uh biographies and autobiographies and the ones that are a bit more tell-all So uh, Rowan, who a previous friend of the pod, um, previous, previous Mm -hmm. contestant, I guess. I don't know if that's the right term. Guest Um, is the term I use. Guest contestant uh, told me he read Slash's autobiography and just how fucking bonkers that is. Um, And how, you know, they were like in the recording studio, like having to scrape like drugs out of the um mixing desks and how he was so high on like heroin like recording guitar solos that he doesn't even remember doing mm-hmm. and you know those sort of books but portraying that in in film with certain people as you said you know they, i don't think there is a freddie mercury autobiography um i don't know there might be i'm obviously not a well researched <laughs> into this but you get a cutting in in you know 2 to 400 pages versus sort of a 2 hour film you can do a lot more in.
1: Yeah, I mean maybe there is still uh I don't know who sort of holds the life rights to freddie Mercury. Maybe there is still scope to do something um because because by all accounts um after Brian Singer was removed rightly from the project uh it was uh Dexter Fletcher that took over to do the sort of like the the sort of cleanup of the filming which then almost simultaneously released rocket man which he which he directed in full mm. um which which really had the warts and all raw sides of elton john the sides of which i didn't know existed in elton because i you know i sort of came in in his latter work um and by all accounts it was was exactly the biopic people wanted and it was it was raw and open um what's interesting is um it's quite timely because i was just reading today about uh kanye or yay or whatever he's going by now um there's mm-hmm. a there's a multi-part um uh, biopic series of of his and i just read today that he, was, he asked for creative control and the final cut of the edit and the team making it said no. They said, look, we're going to work... They worked well with Kanye's creative team and they were mm. respectful of them and they took notes and did all the usual sort of stuff, but they didn't let him have final creative control because as they put it, I'm paraphrasing, but um, that you need to see certain things in order for the emotional impact of the entire journey to make sense. Yeah, um, absolutely. And if, do you know what I mean? If you just sanitize it or you cherry pick or if it's sort of... Um, Uh, the the warts and all are not portrayed then then it just becomes just a sort of celebration of the music rather than a celebration of the of the humanity the person right so i wonder how much of of both or either we'll get as we sort of go through the list and have a look at some uh, biopics that came out in the last few decades Mm.
0: um i uh so one that came back for me recently was the dirt which is a musical biopic about motley Crue, uh and that's actually based that's another one that's based on a book uh of the same title mm. uh, and there was i remember when it came out i was interested in it because it, it's got quite an interesting cast like it's got machine gun kelly uh or or um colson baker sort <laughs> of playing characters like tommy lee who i only who i knew uh because of his <laughs> his sex video before i knew he was the the drummer in molly crew um <laughs> but then like is it um is it the Ian Rion or the guy from uh f- from game of thrones that plays the horrible penis cutter
1: oh god yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i know the guy you're talking so about so he's
0: in it as like a character which is quite interesting and then and Join penis was, cutter was, was that his name yeah, john penis cutter john penis cutter Penis Cutter. Yeah. Um, he's in it and it, it, it was a really interesting cast but it it, it showed like quite an interesting it was an, as much of an expose on like the sunset sunset boulevard at the time and the rock scene at the time and mm. sort of introducing uh, and the party lifestyle that like glam rock rock stars lived Which I found quite interesting, and then there was a load of articles came out like, "Oh, it's nothing like the book," or "This never really happened," Mm -hmm. and you know how much of that historical fiction came across. But I think that sort of came out in it came out in 2019. um, But I really enjoyed it. I thought that was like it was. It it depends on what you want out of a a biopic about um, about musicians. You know, Mm -hmm. how much of it do you want it to be the the sort of the way that we would imagine a lifestyle as a celebrity as a singer uh that many people sort of want to become they want to uh, live that lifestyle or how much of it is do we actually want to see the raw side of it Mm. yeah yeah absolutely I, i mean
1: uh sort of off of that i think the one i think of the most because let's we'll talk about um uh, walk hard the dewey cock story uh, at some yes. point uh soon we shall. um but that really uh sent up the cliches of a uh, the sort of beats of a of a, a musical biopic so t- to me those don't interest me as much although i find them interesting on the surface but to me they feel very much like oscar bait it's wikipedia dressed up as oscar bait really um it, it, i i prefer something a bit more uh I don't mind either visceral or historical fiction. I don't mind something dressed up a bit so that I can see maybe their work in a new light. So I can say hand on heart that whilst I'm aware that Amadeus comes from the stage um and also uh isn't hugely historically accurate, I feel like it opened me up to a world of classical music so, and, and not only that it yeah. sort of it i it was able to show me uh. Why Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, uh, who it's about, uh, you know, and his rivalry with Salieri, but but not just his rivalry, mm. really. That was a framing device to show two different styles of music at the time: uh, the the sort of uh, tried and tested um, classical music of a certain stature and class, and then the rock star approach to classical music that Mozart um brought to classical music is he really was yeah. sort of uh, yeah the rock star of his time he was uh, a, a real pioneer um and to hear the
0: two types of music back to back what what are you laughing at i'm just I, I i'm just so when i was younger and i saw amadeus uh i saw the box art of amadeus i thought it was an anime Right.
1: Yeah. It, yes, it's the it was the black right. like double disc DVD, wasn't it? With the with the sort of uh, I, I believe I believe it's from his requiem, and I think it's I think it's like the his father's mask, or it's like the top part of his mask from the requiem. I also think it's art that is pulled from the stage play from the from the, okay. from the theater. But yeah, you're right. It does look like an anime, doesn't it?
0: And it's sort of, and at the time I was watching like a lot of Naruto and stuff like that, so I was like, oh, cool like what is this what is this cool <laughs> anime about like i guess i didn't know that that's what mozart's um middle name was you know i did i didn't know that yeah. either. yeah and actually i think me you and dad watched this film together or at least i don't know if it the first no, time no, we did. i ever saw it was the three of us watching we it we did
1: i think i'd seen it once before but i was really like grateful for us to all watch it together it was a good experience um yeah and what it is is it sort of there are historically accurate parts. Apparently, he did have a ridiculous laugh, you know, like and it was, it was high-pitched and annoying. Um, mm. But further to that, you, you, you see two things that really impact, impacted me. One is the two types of music. So in order to know that, that Mozart was so, was so edgy for his time, you needed to hear what was popular at the time. So they used yeah, yeah. Salieri as that device. Um, and the other thing to me was uh, how much um, music and writing music and obsession how much that can take it out of you so the artistic process how much it yeah. how much of your energy it removes from you and by the end um which by the way is probably one of the best endings of a film ever when he's writing you know salieri i don't want to spoil too much but salieri uh sort of almost understands mozart's music through his eyes or ears when they're mm. composing together and you, 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 you hear the music whilst he's playing it and inventing it. I mean, it's just it's incredible, incredible. Yeah. Um, and I think it's that, to me, is interesting because you see the art and the artists wrapped together, essentially, yeah. that getting too wanky. I think that's what I'm trying to say, <laughs> and I think that's what a good biopic does for me about a musician, is that it wraps the, the, the music and the person together, uh, I yeah. think.
0: And you... Uh... I know that you, I one I haven't seen, but in is it inside Llewellyn Davis? Is that the other one with? Um...
1: Yeah, that's based on. I can You know what? I'm gonna Google his name. It, it so it, it's very much, but so again, that's historical fiction at its finest. So, um, it's based. It's so it's starring Oscar Isaac. It's it's a Cohen Brothers film, um, and they they sort of alternate between outlandish. Uh, films and then quite sort of dry and, and sort of ordinary films and there's something very dry about this film but it lets the music do the talking so it's
0: Dave Van Ronk
1: yes Dave Van Ronk exactly so Dave Van Ronk and and it's actually got Dave Van Ronk's tunes in it so it's like reframed yeah. as if they're Oscar Isaac's tunes um when you listen to his music it's incredibly moving like it's really stirring and 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 poetic and honest and that's exactly what they get across in Oscar Isaac's performance as Lewin Davies um mm. and again not I don't think it's unintentional that it it, it is um Oh, I've forgotten his name now, but obviously the the dude that plays Salieri and uh, Amadeus, people are going to be screaming at the at their audio devices. But um, uh, F Murray Abraham, right? So it's not an accident. Yeah, just, that uh, he, just, sorry, yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's not an accident that he's the guy who, towards the end, gives uh, I, again. I don't want to ruin it, but gives some really sort of poignant news, like crushing, but in a in a very particular way to to our sort of main character. Um, and yeah, so that's that's a really fantastic piece of sort of unassuming uh, historical fiction as a musical biopic. Like you don't really, I didn't know it was based on a real person. I thought, oh, what a wonderful and sad drama. And then you find out uh, afterwards by Googling, oh, it is actually based on a real person. And I think that's quite special as well. That, that felt very different. In fact, it therefore managed to avoid a lot of the cliches of like, you know, cut my brother in half and <laughs> you don't want none of this dewey and all that sort of stuff um So yeah, speaking of, give us a little
0: like rundown of uh, of Walk Hard: The Dewey Cox Story. I I I don't even remember it. Like I remember it being. I think it came at it, it 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 in the same way that like Airplane! and Scary Movie and these kind of parody films took the genre took a took a look at the cliches in the genre and basically. Um, Accentuated them and, and ca- caricaturized the, ca- caricaturized them yeah. <laughs> um, in like a ridiculous way. Like I know that the sort of the, the the thing about him being like a rubbish guitar player and machete fighting with his brother and then he cuts his brother in half is a play on uh, what happened to Stevie Wonder, I believe. Yeah. Or, no, sorry, what happened to Ray Charles? It sorry. Was, yeah. That you yeah. saw you know, saw his brother die and it made him go blind. Um. And it's it's they sort of played on that, and then, then he's ama- able to amazingly play the guitar and sing a song about it and stuff like that. And it is sort of, yeah, but it just it's sort of per-
1: it perfectly. It takes all of the cliches of 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 every sort of uh, at the time every musical uh, biopic. And it
0: come out just after, so there was Walk the Line, which is a Johnny Cash story. With yeah. So Joaquin Phoenix. yeah. So
1: Ray came out in 2004. Walk the Line came out in 2005. This came out in 2007, and it just yeah. had it. it what it, like a, a good satire or a good parody just turns a mirror. That's all it does. It doesn't ham yeah. it up. That's what's so wonderful about Walk Hard: The Dewey Cox Story. Um, I would absolutely uh, recommend it. It's got John C. Riley as the as the lead in it, and he's so good. And it just turns a mirror on these films and shows how. Sort of by the numbers they are, I suppose, or how similar they all are, and how, you know, it's it's very cliche and unfortunately quite saccharine and and really mm. I, and in many ways I don't think genuinely don't think does the artists much justice, you know, like when when I watch something like Ali, not to not to talk about biopics that aren't about um, musicians, yeah. but when I watch a biopic like Ali and you really feel the the sweat and you feel the the, the weirdness and you feel like what's in his head. Um, I don't think you get that from the by the numbers uh, Oscar bait, uh, no matter how good the acting is um, from these sort of music uh, musician. I think
0: I can't remember, but I feel like he's, he's all, he's got like a woman, isn't he? That like keeps coming back. There's always a woman in these stories, isn't there? And it's sort of like, and then he goes to jail (laughs) <laughs> like yeah, has yeah, a shit yeah. tie. And he
1: like, you know, he sells the woman that's a small town girl that he's in love with that like probably like gives him his first break and they sing songs together, but then suddenly like some hot shit like woman comes along, like a Dolly Parton type, and then they have an affair, and then he gets into drugs, but then the drugs give him the ability to make better music, but then it starts to tear him apart, and then his manager separates from him. It's all these cliches that like I'm sure they happened. Um but it just showed how sort of by the numbers Hollywood had been churning this stuff out
0: another favorite of ours so this we watched together again and it was hilarious uh, even though the guardian only gave it two stars
1: um <laughs> well, what is what is God.
0: it <laughs> <laughs> but one of the one of the ones that we watched together that was really hilarious was Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: oh, I like that film. film. And I really love that film because it was sort of born, you know, if you know The Lonely Island um, with, you know, sort of Andy Samberg being one of the key components, but also a lot of the uh, Jordan Tocone and uh, Kiefer Schaefer being the all either staff writers or actors on saturday night live mm. um but then they're also you know we're all together in this sort of in, in this musical in the musical group um lonely island yeah. in the same way that sort of jack black it was in Tenacious d as well as being sort of an actor yeah there's a kind of but that one is amazing because it it takes it instead of the Walk Hard being about sort of like a Johnny Cash and I think in it, they literally meet the Beatles and stuff like that. This was like a Justin Bieber style one, yeah, where it's absolutely ridiculous and it uses social media and those kind of things and and what happens with the the pop groups and and I was fully expecting like a a, a really ridiculous ride um, that actually turned out to be really fun and if you sort of know anything about the lonely island it does take that parable because Andy Sandberg was the one that you know became the most mm. famous out the back of it um and and then you know no many people not many people know Akiva uh, Akiva Schafer about it and yeah, they Tricone sort of yeah they doing... sort
1: of suffused their experiences and then sort of mixed it with someone like a Justin Bieber type right or a Miley Cyrus yeah. type and they sort of like took that and merge them together so I, I yeah i think i think it's a great film i think it's definitely uh i think it pushes into the sort of it's an absurdist version of walk hard right so like while well, Walk card turns yeah. a mirror um pop star never stop never stopping is you know is sort of bouncing on a trampoline um yeah but yeah no that's that's a real uh it's it's a real classic um and I, I don't know. I mean, like, because nowadays music, music, uh, biopics about musicians, they come and go. I mean, I, d- I didn't know that, like, I think Don Cheadle did a Miles Davis one. I think, yeah, like, like, all these Judy things Garland, come and go. Yeah. About
0: Judy Garland. And um, they just. I remember Dream Girls. I remember Dream Girls coming out, uh, you know, because yeah. it, it had Beyonce in it. And so if one really loved it from that perspective. Yeah. But again, I didn't know that that was, it, it's, you know, much like the A uh, Beautiful, it was based on a based on a um on a stage show yeah um dream girl stage show and so you know that's quite interesting what's the there's jersey boys which was is another one uh which is about frankie valley in the four seasons right um and that's a stage show and like because i was in the car like singing oh what a night and I was like, oh, man, this is like a really good song from that. And she was like, yeah, it's about him losing his virginity to a prostitute. I was like, what? But, you know, sort <laughs> of the way it and if you listen, sing the lyrics in your head, it's like that. But it, it's interesting. Like, that's a kind of thing. I was like, oh, I didn't I didn't know they sang that song. I didn't know what it was about. Um, and those kind of stage musical biopics mm. um, are, are really interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, sort of when you move away from that, I think uh, Control was a really interesting film for me uh, by Anton Corbion because I thought that uh, it's about Joy Division, it's about, uh, but specifically it's about Ian Curtis. And what I found most interesting about that is that it, I was expecting to learn more about Joy Division and I really didn't. So it was almost like a <laughs> musician biopic that sort of, it, of course the music was in there, but it wasn't the point at all. And when I remember it, I don't remember the, the film, I remember the man. And I think that, that that's really powerful. So, I mean, that's that's more of a classic. I mean, people remember that uh, much more. Um, and I think it's probably... I mean, there are plenty of amazing documentaries, but I think it's probably, you know... It's easier to... A documentary is is 99% of the editing anyway, um, uh, whereas with a musical biopic, you have to... You have to pick and choose the points in, in their life that, that don't end up uh, making you feel like it's their Wikipedia page. And so I think that's, yeah. and so there's, there's a different kind of art that that goes into that. Uh, so again, something like Eight Mile, that's a really interesting way of uh, showing the Detroit. It is in Detroit. I'm sure it's Detroit because I think that, yeah, yeah, I remember it being Detroit. Um, and showing the sort of background of, uh, of Eminem, But not making it an Eminem story, you know, making it an original character. I thought that was really interesting and also sort of, I mean, once you learn more about, I almost called him Marshall Mathers. What's, it, what's his actual name? It is his name, isn't it, Marshall Mathers? Yeah. I keep getting confused between, yeah, Slim Shady. I was thinking of Slim Shady. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the one that's not his name. Yeah, so um, Marshall Mathers is like, you know, seems like quite a sort of se- actually genuinely sensible chap. You know, he seems like a good bloke. Do you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't yeah, seem like someone who's been messed up by fame and likes. Well, yeah, but like now he seems like someone who, you know, he's a father and he's come out the other side and, you know, his music's, it, uh, you know, I really love the Marshall Mathers LP2. I thought it was one of the best albums I've heard in a long time. Um, yeah. Being someone who bought the Marshall Mathers LP1. um So, yeah, I think it, now when you see 8 Mile, you sort of go, oh, you know, that's an artist like, you know, branching out but not trying to make it about him. You know, trying to... It, it, there's, He's playing a character that is referencing himself. I just I just think it's a lot more nuanced. I mean, it's Curtis Hansen who directed LA Confidential. Let's not forget that as well. It's like, it's a real... Mm. 8 Mile is a real piece of work. It's a real good piece of work. Um,
0: and, and there's a lot of times where... So Straight Outta Compton's another one that, um, you know, has a lot of... Has, let's um, say, original <laughs> cast members. But, like... The people that are no, the fantastic, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but there's, there's the people that the bike that was written about as executive producers, as sort of creative control. And they let we're talking about the sort of the with the Kanye one earlier where he wanted to cherry pick, and it worked the other way around. It was really raw, it was really because that's what they wanted to portray. Mm. Um, and those were, yeah, they're, they're much more interesting than as said, sort of showing the cliches. Like you could read a Wikipedia page, you could read a um a, i was gonna say a bible that's incorrect <laughs> um a, a biography a <laughs> book <laughs> you could read one of those things arguing the arguing bible, bible is a musical
1: <laughs> i suppose that's jesus christ superstar it's jesus christ, christ superstar yeah. isn't
0: it yeah <laughs> um but <laughs> but you can read any of that and as you can read a wikipedia article but it's showing what kind of side do you want to show from it mm. um and i i find it you know i, I think if i if i have to be truthful like i'm you know i'm not much of a reader uh and i'm not much of a of a person who um like if i'm not interested in a person i won't watch watch a biopic about them you know they need to be um they need to thrill me in a particular way or or Mm. want want to sort of know something about it or be good recommendations like like as i said watching amadeus was completely by chance but it was a really great thing that i did yeah um and you know, they're like the Judy Garland one. I know that I'm not particularly interested in that, but I know people who really went out of their way to sort of watch it because they um, re- really loved it. And, you know, I wonder how much of those will, like our, our parents and our grandparents, like, where's the, where's the Fred Astaire, mm. you know, biopic? Like, because that would be quite interesting to sort of maybe sort of see. in. You, you know what, the surprise of these dance.
1: things is that most of them are, are biopics. We, ju- just, we just don't know about them. I think yeah. they're almost like the fodder that, like, they may be fairly easy to produce because there's probably already some musicals about them anyway. So they're so fairly easy to produce. Um, you need one headline star. And then the people, like religious movies, people will find them themselves and will watch them because they want to. So yeah. I'm, I'd be surprised if there, if there wasn't one already um for some of the people that we'd be able to think about uh one of the ones i have to mention as well just just before we we move on um is i'm not there the bob dylan uh film so i thought that was astounding like i i remember somebody uh g- actually giving it to me gifting it to me because they enjoyed it that little because i think they were looking for a conventional documentary uh a, mm. sorry biopic uh f- film um and when you watch I'm Not There, it's a film where it takes place over multiple eras of Bob Dylan's life and a different actor portrays him in each stage. Um, and at one point, it's you know, a black guy. At one point, it's Kate Blanchett. At one point, it's, you know, so it's, it goes through a spectrum of, I guess, you're, what, the, what it's trying to do um, successfully or unsuccessfully is pull out the influences that Bob Dylan had um and show them on screen so because i think it's less concerned with the man and more concerned with again like i was saying earlier where you know the music and the man where the music comes from uh Mm. from from in the man um and i i applaud it for that and it's it's not a movie that i go back to massively but the first time i watched that i was quite amazed at how it could do something different and very
0: it's a very interesting way to tell a story through I mean, I know it isn't blind casting, but do you know what I mean? Through it, you know, not getting 10 people that look like like Dylan. No, but you Um, also
1: sort of think, I mean, yeah, it's a really interesting way of also bringing uh, the representation of the peoples that he exactly influences. So when, you know, a lot of white artists, Elvis Presley, for example, and so on, um, appropriated, if you want to use that word, um music of color music of the people of color um yeah. and popularized it and got rich off the back of that um and a lot of these people were relegated to sort of backup singers and so on uh, uh so i in a weird sort of way that that film goes a little way towards um redressing that or or addressing it if not redressing it but um yeah i i find that quite a special movie for what it tried to do i think it sort of yeah needs needs a bit more love for that so now it brings us to the end of this episode and what we're going to give you before we we leave you and that is uh, together we will slash dupe uh ryan and i the musical biopic the biopic of the musician the man the legend dan de cruz now <laughs> we've done no prep whatsoever uh, yeah. we're winging or, it.
0: Or haven't got his consent or blessing. Haven't spirit. got his consent
1: or blessing. And we will be lying a lot, making a lot of stuff yeah. up. A lot of uh, liberties will be taken. You'll be Googling it afterwards on Wikipedia or making sure, is it the truth? Did this actually happen? And then there's those websites that are like truth versus versus the fiction versions, you know, and they sort of have the movie versus it's what actually from, happened.
0: From here on out, it could be fake news. We don't know.
1: Yeah. And also, not just that, we haven't prepared because we thought... That's a key component to the danda Cruz you know yes. biopic uh is that his lack of preparedness but his ability to uh be prepared in the moment let's say uh is unparalleled mm. so scouts honor yeah so um <laughs> So we thought that, in that fact, was a you know what?
0: Maybe he was in the scouts. There you go. Let's just throw that in there because he was always prepared. That's a scout motto, isn't it? So, <laughs> well, there has to be know?
1: something traumatic that happened in his past. So there has to be a traumatic thing that sort of unlocked, if not the music in him, then the block that stops the music from coming later on that he has to overcome. He, right? at
0: scouts, set someone on fire and when they screamed, he could perfectly pitch it.
1: Mm, yeah. in his no that's
0: too dark All right in his head that's he hears
1: no but it, maybe he tries to save someone from burning themselves you know something like that like it doesn't actually burn the person
0: i mean i don't even know if dan is perfect pitch or not <laughs> but I, um, I expect he does um uh so
1: well let's go back to well, one event that, so
0: i know a couple of things so yeah. do, how far do we want to go back that's the thing because i know that he learned to play the piano when he was four for example okay
1: well i'm okay with a non-linear structure. So let's um, so let's let's go backwards and forwards if we have to. So okay, so he's hmm. four years old. He's at the piano. This is how I m- imagine that it happens, um, and his dad is going, uh, who we've had on the podcast actually, yes, um, and, yes. and you bo- all... b- both
0: his parents, yeah.
1: Uh, he has a uh, Asian father, British mother. He's Asian British, and his father, as you all know, sounds like this. He goes, "Come on now, Daniel, get away from that piano." You must become a great uh, doctor or some other cliche. We're allowed to do this because we are uh, <laughs> Anglo-Indian.
0: No, you must, you must follow in my footsteps fixing... Uh, you worked for BT, didn't he?
1: Yeah. He installs all the, all the phones in everyone's house. Yeah. yeah. In every house that doesn't have a phone, he's the one that installs it. How do you communicate with one another? Through the and through then, the cables. Wait, hold on. Through the cables. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm
0: in the same place as you. <laughs> right? Don't worry. Don't worry. And then we we have and then we have our first musical number. Right. That yeah. is that is actually by his Colin, dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Colin de Yeah. And and it's like and you we use the dial tones to. Oh, that's good, like, isn't it? Start it. Yeah. yeah.
1: And from the early telephone as well. So like it starts with like the rotary. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And it starts with all the old noises, the connection noises and the operator noises. And, like you know, like Anita pops in from the other room, like, you know, operator, like occasionally, you know, like a sort of Mm. is part of the musical number. And
0: then you'll have like a thing where two people pick up the phone. Hey, get off the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic when you're on the line and somebody else
1: is on the line. Oh, that's great. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's all good stuff. So he's learning about how um, it's all audio. It's all it all comes from one yeah. house to another through the lines. It, it's all pitch and tone and and all this stuff. And what 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 Colin doesn't realize, or this fictional version of Colin, of course, doesn't realize, is that he's actually fueling the music in Dan. Um, yeah, and then what he does when Colin and thinks he thinks that it's done, he's done his job, he's done the musical number, and he leaves Grandma. to go and install another phone in another room. But mm. before Grandma comes in, he just stands just on the piano and he plays the exact same notes as you know the phone keys that he heard earlier bling, on.
0: Bling, but like in triplets on yeah, the piano, he plays it. You know,
1: yeah. like he's not been swayed yet. You know, in fact, just <laughs> just been reinforced. Um, That's like
0: the reprise of the song.
1: Yeah, yeah, he does a little riff rap, street rap on his own, does not he? <laughs> I don't buy that. He does a little bit on his own, doesn't he? And grandma's watching, isn't she? Grandma's yeah. watching.
0: Grandma watches the reprise and then she <laughs> and then she, you know, she talks Colin into it, you know. Let the yeah. boy
1: And they're fighting in the other room, you know,
0: when like Dad, you know,
1: he's like outside the room or quiet and like, you know, sad. And there's like the shadows. You can see the shadows through the door of them like, Mom, don't interfere. I'm trying to teach my son the value of of the (laughs) line, the line. (laughs) He has to Um, walk the line. (laughs) And the grandma, oh, son, no, it's got, uh, you know, it's much more about (laughs) that. I didn't raise you to be a man concerned only with business or something like that. You know what <laughs> I mean? Um,
0: okay, I like this. And then I think we need to we need to skip forwards. Yeah. Um, so after that, I think that that's a good first sort of scene. Can I just say you need a modern sort of day
1: thing. so I've been looking at movie cliches as well while I've been talking. We need a modern okay. day framing device. That's how so this happens, this is the second scene of the movie we've just described. The first scene has to be uh in the present day a classic like so, like I, I it shouldn't be this because it should be crap but it shouldn't be this it should be him about to get up on stage or him about to play a number or him about do you understand what i mean like a present day a present day Dan. um
0: uh, uh an interview for in for like an md position yeah at- right at like at something at something like a carol king that's something like a beautiful carol king like he walks oh, into hang on no, i think non- no 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 hold on okay All I, right, I, right, I, right. may
1: i may i continue that i think it's he looks completely different he's got a huge beard he basically looks like he sleeps on the street you cannot even recognize him anymore he's so rough and destroyed he's got calluses on his hands and everything and he's actually going you don't even know who this guy is what you find out at the end is he's actually auditioning to be the musical director on Dan De the musical, but they because they don't know what happened to Dan De
0: What like Charlie Chaplin coming?
1: <laughs> yeah, coming, coming third, third in a Charlie Chaplin look-like contest. Exactly. So they don't even know it's Dan De Cruz. And like, I'm sorry to skip ahead to the end of the movie, but at the end of the movie they say, "I'm I'm sorry you ha- you haven't got it because he hasn't got it anymore. Get it? You know, like sorry you haven't got it the part, but really." The same That's to the really audience.
0: sad. I don't. I don't. No, no. Don't but really wait.
1: Know. But he just gets on the. He just gets on the piano, just as they's about to leave. Everybody's everybody's about to leave. You know, they're getting all their papers together. It's probably played by some sort of big a- actor or actress at the time. You know, I, I'm feeling Anna Kendrick. I don't know why Anna Kendrick's one of the team. You know, the Broadway okay. team. Are you the one for the, for this? I'm sorry, you're not. And they get up to leave, and some of them have already left, and then he just starts playing on the piano, like the first song he was known for, or maybe just a little bit of his dad's. Song. It's like
0: it's the B. It's the B side. Yeah, it's one of the B yeah. sides,
1: and it's combining you know? the 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 idea of the first human that heard another human through a through the telephone wire to to you know how he brings his music through the wires, uh, you know, if the if, yeah, something like that. Anyway um mixed mixed with a really important so this song is the first the scene this is No, no the no end. what this is at the end i'm just i just had to skip to the end because it came to me that all the way through you're seeing him auditioning for the part of a musical director and you don't know what it's for
0: oh so like the uh like the narrator in in rocky horror is like telling like setting the story but they're always there on stage aren't they and they're always coming in and doing stuff
1: yeah, um, so basically it's just a framing device. Like so every time you jump to the present day. And backwards yeah, you to cut to the present day. The present he's in it's another part of the interview for the process of, of, of Dan okay. Cruz the musical, which you only find out it is at the end, and then you find out he hasn't got the part, and then he plays the music. So that's that's towards the end. There might be some more, a denouement okay. or something. So we're so,
0: back So So we've got the opening of that, then we've got yep. the playing the piano, the kid, the thingy, the thingy, and then I think we need we can we need to do school. <laughs> yeah uh, in School, at like sixteen in the high school band, yeah. Well, like fourteen to sixteen in the high school band, and we can. That's introduce... when the racism
1: comes in. We gotta have the. Ra- that's when the racism yeah. comes yeah, yeah. in, and we'll, say, we'll yeah. deal with that. It's gotta be really crass and terrible, and like really like like a white person's written it as well.
0: Yeah. yeah. Right.
1: So that's gonna be good. Um, a woke
0: white person yeah. trying to be, you know. Okay. So then racism.
1: So if he's at school and he's like uh, all I can think of is the but opening of Speed Racer. Bully, and he's but like... he
0: uses the he uses the music to unite people, right? So it's like he's sort of so he'll do so like whatever whatever it is, it's like it's the music. He'll he'll like, I don't know, like play like punk music mixed with the sort of gets the drummer I've to got do it. like an Indian but drumming I, pattern.
1: Off the, yes. So but exactly what you're saying, but two bullies are like, or two people are getting into a fight. And the only way that he can defuse it is he starts to play like, like Charlie Chaplin's type classical music over the fight. And it's sort of, they go, what, what's going on? And then, then he changes, as they're confused, he changes the music he's playing to them being confused music, Mm. you know, like a silent film score. And then like, they start to sort of come for him. And then he starts to, you know, starts to sort of, do the music like, yeah. and they sort of enjoy it so much that everything they do, they start to do wacky things. It needs
0: to be so. Dan is a bit of a multi-instrumenter as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so sure there's a term it takes, for it. He will, he will know yeah. what it is. Multi instrumentalist. Yeah, it's um, not that. It's not
1: that, but. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but I think that needs to, it needs to take place. like something? Yeah, where like, there's
1: so many different instruments, you can just pick so up he another can one. Go, yeah, so he yeah, can, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And he does different things like that, and that's how... And then he starts to entertain everybody. Yeah, yeah, there's like, a whole group of people where he gets watching his... the
1: fight, and then they start to love it. And anything they do, he starts to play another instrument, and he's yeah. scoring
0: it, basically. And then, like, the teacher comes in, and he'll do, like, like a fart noise or something like that. <laughs>
1: yeah, like, exactly! Or something. As the teacher comes in, he'll use... There's just a moment of silence, <clears> then... Like the slide whistle. Yeah, <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. With like a, yeah. And, like, and the teacher will go, <laughs> oh, Dick Chris. No, no, he gets,
0: he gets straight to detention. He gets sent straight to detention. But that's, and that's where, where we he get finds the first love interest. The love
1: interest, <laughs> of course it is, in detention. So when does, so, okay, so it has to be like, yeah, so, so you're right. It's the first love interest. It's not, it, we're not going to go, it's not going to be the one that sustains him the whole time. It's the one that's going to teach him the most about young yeah. love.
0: It's the one that teaches him about theatre and getting into it
1: yeah right. yeah
0: it's that one but and how then we can how a... is this
1: interesting what is this why is this girl in detention what is she in detention for and like how is that linked to theater in some way like it's got to be
0: uh she i don't know broke into the she tried to use the school's pa to record her demo tape because she's gonna make it <laughs> gonna make it someday I'm, t- I'm too i'm too small i'm too big for the small town yeah she's got to be the kid that like demo the kid that like and he's parents like i have know told her she's
1: gonna make it you're gonna make it sweetheart so the opposite of like obviously fake evil you're like dad Come on, yeah Who's <laughs> nothing like this by the way that's why it's even funnier <laughs> to us um, um so there's the fake there's the fake like so like she's got parents that are like you're gonna you're the best sweetheart you're gonna make it you're gonna be the next you know like you're gonna be the next big big thing so she's got mm. that pompous arrogance of like i'm gonna be the next like whitney houston or whatever and be the next yeah. madonna so so she knows she's gonna be yeah so she has the balls to sort of get up and do the pa and like and then mm. maybe she stands up in detention and starts to sing to the teacher you know, like another brick in the wall or something like that. There's like and they start like, you know, singing like a Pink Floyd. They will do Pink Floyd and everyone starts to do it and you know, and Dan starts to drum along like I don't know, something like that. It's gotta be it something. To be something like, doesn't it? it doesn't
0: have to be Pink Floyd, but it needs to be it's something. It's gotta like be that. it's
1: gotta be like a dodgy version of one of those songs. It's gotta yeah, be an exact wall card rip off of another but, brick in the wall.
0: But, but that sounds like a theatre number a musical number yeah, because that's the more, what she wants to with them the
1: all banging on the floor of the of the detention yeah. and banging their fists on the you know we won't take this anymore you can't control us pa- teachers yeah. control us parents control us and you know, all that sort yeah. of stuff
0: and then we I just want to become we... stars.
1: And all the people, so all the people have magical talents in detention. By the way, sorry, I just got to throw this in there. So everyone, one like it does amazing backflips or whatever throughout the entire classroom. Like one's like a like spits fire out of their mouth like a fire eater or whatever. They <laughs> just they all have weird like talents that they that they can't be oppressed they can't be oppressed in fact when you go in there's one guy who's like looks burnt like a cartoon character you know like with his hair up and he's been messing around in the science lab like he's just a, a bit of shorthand and then later he's the guy spitting flames from his thing like all these people are in detention because they just expressed themselves man you know that sort of thing yeah and then and dan learns the one that yeah exactly and then dan learns i've got to be in theater i've got to explode out of this mm. these are the people that are c- going to come with me you know, yeah, that sort of thing. Okay.
0: And he, and then, so then I think, and then we do another cut, flash forward mm-hmm. to, uh, to the I don't know what the flash forward is. Well, he's he, it's just like,
1: another one that of him auditioning or, or another part of that audition with in front of Anna Kendrick and that lot about you know mm-hmm. the the Dan De Cruz the musical. But while he's doing the thing, you can see him banging the table quietly while he's doing his yeah. speech, you know, and his foot's tapping. And, and then.
0: And then we're gonna we're gonna flash forward to university days. Yeah. Right. Now this is this is a, this is a Dan. This is a promiscuous Dan. Mm-hmm. But I think we have a very important By his own character admission. introduction here. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Taj.
1: Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes, of course. Right. A thousand the times. yes. Days. Learning about days. his roots, his heritage. Taj, yeah. Taj and us as as an Asian British guy himself. Um it has a uh, you know we have many similarities and many differences and it's good fun to talk about those Uh, so Mm -hmm. Taj is the person that sort of gets Dan in touch with his roots as a a young man you know there's so much music in the world why are you listen to all these white did you know that these white artists stole music from the black artists and the brown artists you know that sort of thing yeah um, and then he learns And that's about, how we
0: get. And that's how we get our Bollywood number in. Yeah, yeah, of course,
1: a hundred percent. There's a Bollywood that's, number in. That's this. how
0: we get our Bollywood number in. Yeah, and that's and that's like. Frida Pinto's the, in the, it,
1: and she plays the 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 young Indian girl that he falls in love with at uh, at university. Of course,
0: the 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 and the song is called something like something to like, uh, not like grandma would approve, like that kind of thing. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, 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 yeah. This was it's this like the, fam- the family thing.
0: would love this yeah 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 the family would love this that's what the, that's what the, the that, has, that has
1: to all like there also has to be a number in there that's like you know we had family that sort of doubted us and our creative endeavors and um and then you realize like at the end of the day these people go back and like they watch tv they watch films they they go to theater like people they don't really connect the penniless artists that that went and got useless degrees in this quote unquote useless um mm. they don't equate that with the entertainment that they require to, to 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 sort of let off steam so there has to be a number yeah. like that in there like my family they don't you know understand me or or respect me but at the end of the day like they 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 will watch and listen and love the things i do like they need it there's something like that i mean I'm not saying it's this bollywood number to be fair like this could be more of a but but maybe it's the the love story about his roots and how, like, the Bollywood roots, the entertainment is, re- is required, it's necessary, it's a part of life, you know? Yeah. I don't know, something like that.
0: Yeah, you've always got to uh, reference the source material. And, like, that's, that's something that, like, when they, they're talking about their uni... Yeah, grandma's business, like the source material. To, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You've always got to reference your source material Is what his university lectures say to him. And then yeah, his yeah, final, yeah. whatever the final number is, is, like, it's his family are there. Yeah. And they're the source material. And he talks about the the lines and the, and the, you see, dad, like the lines were just like the lines on the sheet, music sheet paper, (laughs) you know, that kind of thing. And then that's when that was when it all galvanizes and it all, you know, it gets, gets, that's the thing. And then intermission, right? That's, that's, that's where we're hitting. Oh, okay.
1: Okay. And then we're going to time jump, of course, as well.
0: So from intermission onwards, it goes it it goes elsewhere right so that's what i think also because obviously dan dan now isn't a homeless bearded weirdo that uh that, you know, has to audition no, to do we, in we, his own life.
1: So what you do is you just think of a way... No, but, I mean, neither is his father anyway, like we've described him. So this <laughs> so is a fictionalised account. we have got to bear in opens, mind that whatever makes him homeless-looking and beardy and all this sort of stuff, it'll be, like, an ironic thing. So it's not he's not actually like that because he's down on his dumps. He's like that because he's, like, preparing for a role or something, here, or he's undercover in his own life as part of... where we introduce, you know,
0: at the beginning... At the beginning of Act 2, mm-hmm. we introduce our two villains, evil, evil brothers, Sean and Ryan Scott. <laughs> okay. Right? Yeah. And we, we convince Dan that the best thing to do in his career is start a podcast. Yeah, Dash well, Shoop.
1: So can we just say, <laughs> uh, can we just say that the, the, uh, the, the song that we do when we first come in, it should be about podcasts and how amazing they are and how they're the next big thing and how everybody's yeah. going to be listening to them and like radio's dead and this is dead and that's dead and everyone's going to, and we're going to make millions. We're going to make millions. I'll tell you, you know? And mm. it's like, yeah. And the Sean and Ryan, the two evil, evil brothers come into his life, but it has to be this kind of like, they're
0: like married in. It and has, they it like, now they can't. Like the social network of like the sort of yeah, like, bringing exactly. in and like yeah. it's that kind of selling him the dream. Yeah. But then also like to sell, to get the dream, he has to screw over. The people that you met and like nah you don't want none of your root stuff you don't want to get cancelled like you know this is what you, yeah, you want to be this yeah. kind of thing and you know maybe we can make your skin whiter <laughs> like, <laughs> like things like that sean and ryan scott evil evil brothers and then <laughs> well we've got to see the first
1: um, number of the opening of the second act right that's yeah, the thing. definitely
0: yeah we get we get him in that's how we get him in get him in and it will be like it would be like as if talking. It's, no, through... do you know,
1: no, no, it's it's like that, but it but it's but it's to abstract it more, so it's not too close to us. It's like we're trying to convince him to get into film. Film is where so it's at, a, bro. Forget yeah. theater. Forget musical theater. You want to be an actor, bro. You want to be an actor. There's a band
0: I really like. There's a band I really like called Four Years Strong. Um, they're like a they're a pop punk band, and they they have two singers that basically sort of almost call and response each other mm-hmm. with each line. Um, and so it's nice because you sort of because their voices are slightly different as well. Yeah. So you sort of know so it's like a constant the, the music is constantly up and hype because they don't they're basically singing a line or a verse. Each. yeah that's cool and that's what the sean and ryan i wouldn't
1: would mind if it's that plus basically any given linkin park song I would, i'd happily take like it being like a linkin park type song with like yeah a, so sort of know, like yeah like you're a right, Chester so and, we're gonna uh, make you
0: a star kid we're gonna make you a star kid that's what it's gonna be like that yeah, kind of yeah yeah thing. yeah, yeah. Um, so like we're trying to
1: pull him into film the world of film that's our world because because uh, truthfully i don't know anything sean doesn't know anything about theater at all um yeah uh, but i'm great i'm grateful that dan does um so yeah, that's a good idea. So we've got, we've, we're pulling him towards film and he's like, but, it, but like, it's like sordid and he's breaking his back to do this stuff. And there's so much time wasted, you know, in between takes and his acting is just like one and done, like go, like that's it. He acts and then he's off. There's nothing. Where's the, where's the music? You know? Mm. And then we sing like a warped version of like, it goes through the, the, the pipes, the, the, the you know, the fiber, the cables, you know, go straight into their brain. and Then they pay us millions, you know, we'll, we'll put you on YouTube, we'll put you on social media, all that stuff, right? We'll like warp yeah. the idea of the, of the simplicity of like a, of a record being played and coming yeah. out, you know, and stuff like that.
0: The sort of idea of like selling your soul to a record company. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, and that's where, that's where Dan DeCruz gets uber- the Uber fame, yeah, right?
1: Uber fame plus the touring montage, which you have to have, you know, because yeah. he'd be touring, doing all the press p- packets for like the films and all the interviews. Plus, the his downfall into like drugs and, well, that's and what weight it, it, gain. It,
0: That's where it begins, in it. Yeah. yeah, it's that. It's the drinking. Yeah, on stage, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's and but it gets to the point where it's like, um, in this universe, it's like Dandacruz Cruz biopic greenlit, you know yeah yeah, the yeah scott yeah. brothers and the scott brothers are laughing with all of their money
1: <laughs> and he's like but then it obviously falls through which is why he then auditions to do be the stage director on the musical you know when it, it when the musical yeah. comes about in the wake of the fallout of the movie you know but like he's on tour yeah, it
0: like it like drops isn't it it like goes it's like first of all going to be like a movie and then drops to like netflix series which he loves yeah to and, then, and then, then it's like due to direct, like direct director direct to dvd yeah
1: embezzlement Due to producer embezzlement. Yeah. Like there's no money left. No one will touch it with a barge pole. That sort of thing. Ruined. The life of Dan de Cruz is ruined.
0: Off and then the life of Dan de Cruz to be off Broadway production.
1: But that's that only comes when he's reformed. So like so that that's when his that's his that's his sort of silver lining. You know, this sort of the montage of him getting clean. It's after that. And by the way, I don't think it should be drugs or anything. I think it should be like we'll get to that. Something more interesting. I don't know what. He gets addicted to like yeah like me (laughs) in real life (laughs) but like he gets addicted to something weird and silly you know like Toblerone like in Alan Partridge like he just has to do you know what I mean it can't we can't what would Dan get addicted to what do we think Persona 5 speed running Persona 5 and like, I know that man loves Personify. Like, no,
0: what's the other one that he loves? XCOM, and it loves playing X-com,
1: XCOM. He fucking loves XCOM. So it'd be like strategy games. Gets addicted to strategy games because he can't move the pieces around in his own life. So he's trying to move them around in the game, and like, yeah. it's consuming him. And all he thinks about when he's on stage, we'll see it in little. Um, bits of animation. is like he looks at moving all the people around. He's not even thinking of the music anymore. You know, it's just about moving pieces around. Um, and he thinks about his dad just installing phone after phone. Anyway, I don't know. Something like that. But yeah, so, so that's his, That's when he's at his worst. And no, I, I, surely, I acknowledge that no, none of this makes sense, by the way.
0: Surely it should be drugs, because then we have the parable of doing lines and then the lines from that his dad was installing... At the beginning, no. So no, because he's yeah.
1: But maybe we just have it like he's. Yeah, that's a good idea. But maybe we have it so like he's. You've got all the cables of the controllers going. You're installing the the wrong
0: land, son.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's all the controllers cables land play and you know people get sucked into World of Warcraft and virtual lives and all that sort of stuff. So maybe he's like, maybe maybe he's crushing a you know a tablet to keep him awake all night and he has to snort it you know and that's the line you know just once or twice so we get the imagery in there but it drugs aren't his full downfall, you know? Um, just the drugs to keep him awake so he can keep, like, playing the real, real-time strategy games. Plus. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, scoring some, like, pro-plus from some, like, illegal Chinese-manufactured pro-plus uh, <laughs> around the corner. But, yeah, so you have to have that sort of montage. But then what... So, OK, so he's on tour. He's got two wives for some reason. Each of them has two kids, and they're all fighting with each other, and the wives are fighting with each other. I don't know why. And then... <laughs> So now how does he get clean from this? Like okay, it's was Axe Netflix series Axe. It's all axed. It's gone now. Mm, You've got no money no more left. Tours.
0: The Scott brothers stole all your yeah.
1: cash and they have run off to Tahiti and they've gone off to go cash. <laughs> um, and
0: uh, sad number. We need the sad number. Yeah. You know Do you know who do you know who it, you know what it is? Fucking Taj comes to the rescue, doesn't it? That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. He sees him. Don't forget your roots. That's what Tar But is there
1: a sad Bollywood number? I him. don't know. I don't know. Probably. Or maybe it's like world music. We've got to bring in like we've got a shout out to like um to like some of some of the other world music that he can that can be incorporated. But you I yeah. mean, oh man, you're right. He need we need a sad number. We need hmm
0: I think really, it's a sad number that turns into an uplifting. It turns into the yeah. the the emotional bit riser, the builder of the confidence builder. Yeah. Sung by song by whoever plays Tosh. It's got to be comes So in. his
1: dad comes back and his dad's like an old man now. Obviously, he's got a big beard and he can't walk straight and he's got old man makeup oh, on and a, he's got he uses a stick. A, yeah. Right. What are you, you going to say?
0: I was going to say it's like. Maybe, maybe a death in the family, and that's where he comes back to. And you know what? He's always going to be. Someone's always going to be making cups of tea oh, for you. Listen, I
1: don't, I don't think I, I, feel, I do feel a little awkward talking about the death of one of Dan's family members. But let's say it's, let's say it's like an older family member. We've had some of our grandparents. Oh no, die. no,
0: it's the girl. But, it's the girl. They're from school. Who, ah,
1: who okay. Got told
0: she yeah, can do yeah, anything. Yeah. Yeah, she passes looks...
1: away like just in a like in just just a sort of freak accident, just one of these things. And he goes, and he, goes back he goes to, to pick up the phone to speak to her, but like just gets like the No one
0: uses phone these days.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> but like no, but like you just there has to be that parallel of picking up the phone and trying to speak to someone and then they not them not being there, you know, from like earlier on with the
0: line and the music oh, and all that. Oh, well, this is this is super fucking dark. It's super fucking dark. But it's like the one person he could take light in is the girl who always had the sunny disposition and thought she could make it. And when he picks up the phone, all he gets is the dial tone and the dial tone is her thingy, her, her flatlining.
1: No, well, you could, yeah, but, I mean, that's good and dark, but you can even make it something else <laughs> if you wanted to. Like, you need to be uplifting, remember? It's the uplifting number. No, this so, is the sad number. So the dooo, and then he goes back to does this... it? Isn't. Oh, uh, maybe he's calling to see if she is alive, and it's the dial tone that indicates she's dead. Yeah, no, I think that's good. Yeah. But then the dial tone is what he hums, and then mm, and then he sort of sings uh, what uh, you know her life would be like if she was alive, and what she would get yeah. good. She would do a bit like Big Fish. Do you remember like a bit like Big Fish? Yeah. Like yeah, what yeah. would happen if she was alive? She'd make it as a star. She'd get everything she was owed and everything she was due, and like and she
0: and she she wouldn't have dealt with the Scott brothers and you know <laughs> yeah. she would have only like she never talked about like maybe one of the things that she says back then is like no like film is rubbish like it's only musicals for me and like that's yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah exactly Who and knows? then that part way through the song that's when old doddery dad comes along like he's all old mm. with a big old beard and he like, like he's all hunched and he's got a stick and, and he, he tells him
0: about his dream yeah, of course when he was younger yeah and, and it was never to install phone lines <laughs> it was to do something you know it was to be the ultimate roadie or something like that that's why yeah yeah cables. yeah, the, yeah exactly
1: cables. yeah something like that ridiculous. You,
0: know, you know i used to be a roadie for all these ridiculous bands and it's like and then we have a quick vignette of like crazy colin <laughs> 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 yeah like roadie to all the greats like he was a roadie for all like even for all like guns and roses but he had to settle like down
1: like, when stop. he had dan you know it was no life for a kid on the road like that and that's why mm. that's what he didn't want for him but now he's seen yeah. he's seen into his heart and his soul and blah 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 whatever like a load of cliches and then and he
0: give and he and he go and he brings in the piano
1: yeah because he's an old roadie i've still got a bit of the old strength back in me to shift mm. a couple of boxes of, you know, of equipment or whatever. And he, yeah, something like that. So we still need to get from there to like the really happy number to the, to the, you know, and then we sort of need to get that's, from that's there. That's the
0: uplifter. That's the uplifter. And then it's, and then he probably gets hit in the face by a flyer for auditions. Wanted the down <laughs> musical. Um, I didn't even know they were making this. And then. And then yeah, he, go, and then we, he, and then he goes the there finale. to object.
1: So he goes, I didn't even know this. What sort of was the management company that owns the rights to all my stuff? Like, they're the yeah, ones Scott doing brothers. this? The Scott Brothers? <laughs> no, no, they, they, they died out long ago. They died of syphilis in Tahiti or something. And so, like, the, the rights got down to, like, this uh, this produ- faceless production company or whatever. So he goes there to challenge them. And, of course, he's all beardy and homeless looking and stuff mm. like that. Um, but when he gets there, uh, they think he's there he wanders into the line of people auditioning, and so then he gives. That's when he gives the audition. He sort of he falls into the audition by accident, you know. And then we sort of, you know, there we then we sort of come full circle, and then we've got that uplifting ending.
0: And then he does he does the finale, which is like the um, mash up piece yeah. of all of the songs. And yeah, then they're like, "Oh my god, it's you!"
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then you cut to him, like, playing in front of, like, you know, Live Aid, like, 20, you know, 26 or whatever. Yeah. And then the, the Scott brothers are there as ghosts, and they're watching on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, in no, the they, crowd. They, they they faked their own deaths. They indeed. faked their own deaths because <laughs> <laughs> it's a non extradition country. <laughs>
1: but then they're like arrested. You know, like they think they're getting away with it, and then like they get a tap on the shoulder, and it's like some security guards. Oh no, they're gonna get they come up and after all those shifty buggers. You know that sort of thing. Uh, and then like uh, yeah, Colin, Colin's there in the crowd, rocking out. You know, I'm not too old to you know and that's when he's helping as he a ro- brings
0: him out on stage, isn't he? he brings him out on stage, does not he? Brings him out on stage. His road
1: crew in the back and then no, he brings Taj up on stage. His dad's road crew organizing everything. I want best yeah. best for my son, bloody hell. And then <laughs> and Taj comes up on stage and like, you know, like does a number and then like and he dedicates it to, you know, uh all Lucy. He adds that like Lucy, vocal flavour to whatever.
0: it. <laughs> 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 <It's the
1: vocal>. <laughs> <laughs> he dedicates to that girl and then there's something about like uh, dial tones and there's something you know about like his dad full circle I, you know something like that about like right. dial tone is is just a is just a, an opportunity well, think, for a I voice think, to come through the blah 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 something like that.
0: i think dial tones the Danda Cruz story works <laughs> as a title that's the thing like we, I would, the last thing you've got to title. approach is the
1: title isn't it so yeah Dial terms, the, the Dan thing. To Cruise story. Yeah, because I was thinking, like, the cruise, but that's too much, like, it'll give you an idea that it's on a ship, obviously. Um, yeah. Something. Cru- cruise on. Keep on cruising. Cruise on by. <laughs> no, that sounds like a
0: carry-on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, we've got to stay away from cruise, although it's too... Oh, no, it's just... Yeah. Ma- mate, I'll be honest with you, it should just be cruise, C-R-U-Z. Shouldn't it? Cruise.
0: Just cruise,
1: but people will think it, you know, like Ray, but people or Amadeus, but people will think it's about Penelope Cruz, probably, wouldn't they?
0: Yeah, but we need. Um, oh, also, Dan, if you're listening to this episode, um, I would have asked you for a photo that we're going to use as the poster, uh, <laughs> and that, that poster. <laughs> Are you going to mock up the poster for the poster for whatever? do you know i'm called,
1: comfortable so. with it being called dial tones the dander cruise story right or yeah. dial tone something like that dial tones dial tone yeah
0: something like that
1: yeah 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 colon
0: the dander cruise story Dan story. it's gonna be a terrible poster like i'm not no allusions to that
1: so who's gonna play um, dander cruise then that's the one thing we haven't touched on nah do you know what it doesn't matter in my mind let's blind audition yeah blind audition
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get, uh, we'll get, um, you know, this opportunity to support, um, it, it, f- like Asian cast members.
1: Yeah, it's far funnier for me to imagine that it's actually Dan doing all this stuff anyway than to try and cast know, it.
0: Maybe, and then maybe we'll chat like Gus Carnin as as Colin. <laughs>
1: Yeah cuz he would play a banging like old man version of like yeah. Dan uh, of Colin and also he's nothing like Colin so be even 10 <laughs> times more hilarious.
0: That's that's like our, yeah, that's how, like you know we like get that one celebrity <laughs> casting. That's
1: great. It's Colin. Yeah, that's that's brilliant. <laughs> yep. I'm I'm there. I'm there.
0: All right. So I mean <coughs> yes we 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 spent some time creating a ridiculous musical about uh Dan's life. If you would love to see this musical, let us know uh, at slash dupe on mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, tell us if you know Dan, um, obviously keep it, keep it PG. But if you, if you know something about Dan that we missed in the musical story, let us know and we can include it uh, in, in the writing of this. And also, Dan, you've heard our pitch now. So, you know, you know some movers and shakers in the musical theater. Yeah, right? let's make let's, it happen. Let's get it going. Yeah. Let's make it happen.
1: Um, I don't know how, but I'm happy for a rebuttal to this, Dan, if it, may, if it makes sense to do it. I'm happy for you to give us your thoughts, your notes, as it were, um, on, on this uh, outline for the biopic of your life. Um, so, yeah, however you want to give us those notes, happy to hear them. Uh, and we, uh, we'll, uh, we look forward to making it. We look forward to this venture with you, Mr. DeCruz. Uh Thanks, everyone, for <laughs> listening. Thanks, Ryan. And uh, No
0: problem, thanks for, uh, thanks for hosting and hopefully, as we say most weeks, you know, yeah sure we'll get back to regular scheduled programming at some point but uh, we have a lot of fun in these specials
1: Yeah, too much fun really um, where uh, who knows, where, <laughs> if I'm not here who knows what, what you guys will do um, <laughs> but, yeah. Well,
0: who knows we'll have to make a, come up with a ridiculous film of your life
1: <laughs> Alright well uh, say you later